Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Abusive, misplaced, selective and misguided hearings. We should talk again about the manner in which both houses of Congress conduct their hearings. As previously pointed out, these hearings perform a dual purpose of being conducted in aid of legislation and in the performance of the oversight functions of Congress. The power to call resource persons in a congressional hearing is abused if there is no concrete legislation that results from it. On the other hand, Congress abandons its oversight functions if it refuses to conduct hearings or abruptly terminates a hearing on matters related to how government agencies have spent taxpayers' monies that were appropriated to them. It is already bad enough that members of Congress have the habit of abusing their resource persons in aid of legislation or as they perform their oversight functions. The recent termination of the hearings on the budget of the office of the vice president was predicated on the traditional practice of respecting the office. This is a courtesy that members of Congress often fail to accord to ordinary resource persons whom they invite during their hearings. There is no excuse whatsoever in degrading any resource person, treating them as if they are the accused in a court proceeding. For a body that honors tradition when it comes to higher offices such as those of the president and the vice president, this independent body has been notorious in failing to uphold the tradition of parliamentary courtesy even to its own members, like when the microphone was rudely turned off while party list representative France Castro was still speaking. One can just watch and weep when we witness the parliamentary maturity and decorum observed by the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives when they conduct their hearings. Unparliamentary language directed at resource persons can easily invite a member to be censured by the committee during the hearing itself, with his or her unparliamentary outburst being stricken off the record, and in some cases, the offending member barred to ask questions for the remainder of the hearing. That is something that we have not seen in our own Congress, where members can freely insult, browbeat and demean their invited resource persons. The U.S. Congress also does not freely cite invited resource persons for contempt. The rights of individuals against self-incrimination are respected, where they are not punished when they invoke their Fifth Amendment rights. While we have this tradition also enshrined in Section 17 of our own Bill of Rights, which reads, No person shall be compelled to be a witness against himself, it seems that members of Congress continue to count against their resource persons any refusal to answer their questions, or worse, to give the answers that would satisfy them. It is actually horrifying that a legislature that is not bestowed with police powers can have the power to arrest and order the detention of any person who gives unsatisfactory answers or who refuses to incriminate themselves. There seems to be no self-reflection on the part of Congress that the exercise of a self-executing power to cite for contempt and impose the penalty, where they become both the complainant, judge and executioner, is a fundamental violation of due process and of rights. It is a usurpation of the adjudicatory power of the courts and the execution of judicial decisions by the executive branch. In the United States, the contempt powers of Congress are limited to passing a resolution recommending a citation, but it is the court that decides on guilt and imposes the penalty, with the prison system under the executive that implements the verdict, not Congress. The most egregious abuse of the power to conduct a hearing is when it becomes selective and unnecessary but they still pursue because the issue is a pet peeve of a particular member or of a powerful lobby. This, even as they withhold the power to inquire into matters that would be politically sensitive or detrimental to their interests or political fortunes. The refusal by the majority of House members to allow the minority to ask questions during a hearing that was already being conducted, on a matter that is sensitive because it could seriously compromise the Vice President, is an example of a Congress that has abdicated its power to inquire on behalf of the people.
There was a call to conduct hearings on the brouhaha over the tourism campaign rebranding that included a most shameful episode of us being caught red-handed using stock videos from other countries and claiming them to be images from the Philippines. And yet, the Senate refused to conduct any hearing despite the widespread outcry. It was easy for many to suspect that perhaps it was because of political accommodation to spare some preferred public officials while others could easily think that someone perhaps issued a threat that could undermine some political ambitions. What is galling about these two incidents is that Congress has refused to hear and inquire into cases that involve the use of public funds. The allegations against the office of the vice president are serious because if true, it could have amounted to a usurpation of the power of Congress to appropriate. The tourism hullabaloo was a potential tip of an iceberg that could have possibly unraveled rampant corruption in how contracts are rated and skimmed by influential persons. There were hearings into the Farmley deal that used public funds or the overpriced purchase of computers, but none on the use of appropriated funds for non-appropriated confidential purposes in just 19 days. The Senate devoted plenty of time, and noise, on the sugar importation scam, even accusing officials of corruption, on a mere plan that had not been consummated yet, but was eerily silent on the tourism rebranding deal that had already been perfected and where the senators seemed to have taken hook, line and sinker the lie that government funds had not been spent yet. And now, a hearing on road rage was called in aid of legislation, as if our present laws are not enough to deal with abusive ex-cops poking guns at unarmed civilians. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 